I feel greatly honored to be in your midst once again. It's a privilege. I bring you greetings from Nigeria. We are about 150 million in population. And it's a country with mixed grill. We have Muslims and Christians. But we thank God that Jesus owns Nigeria. And Jesus owns America. Amen. I also bring you greetings from the children of Cambula land. But before we go on, I want to thank you, Jesus. There is a lady here, she's pregnant, not very tall, she's of average height. And she's expecting an evangelist. Is a lady here? We have a pregnant lady in this church. That child is going to be an evangelist. She's a member of this church. Is she here this morning? Come forward. You are expecting... A big evangelist. Father, Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. That this seed you have planted, Lord, is a seed that is going to take root and spread and spread to your glory. For this child shall make an impact. Impact. And nothing shall by any means stop it. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Receive that which the Lord is imparting to you this morning. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please let me get an oil. I want to anoint this lady. I want to anoint her. You come forward. You know what? When this child grows up, pray that you have the resources to send her to a Christian school. Just begin to pray right now that the Lord will send the resources. Amen. Receive it. And it <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, you got to flow with the Holy Spirit. Are you here with tumor? You're a woman here with tumor? Come forward. The Lord is touching you right now. Tumor. And while this is going on, please, can I get the kids here? The children? Yes, quickly. Quickly, quickly. You are here and you have tumor. Come forward. The Lord is here. The Holy Spirit wants to touch you. Please get the children. You know, that's my heartbeat. 
Let the children hear right away. Amen. Before these children come up, let me share with you what the Lord is saying to me about your nation. You guys only look up to what you see or hear in the newspaper. But that's not God's own agenda. This nation has a root. It has a very strong foundation. Very, very strong, unique foundation. But you guys don't know. And because it is rooted in covenant, the founding fathers of this nation made a covenant. None of you was there. And many of you don't even know this. And God is a God of covenant. Hello. Don't forget we are covenant breakers. All of us. Am I right? Along the way the covenant has been broken. However. The Lord said to tell you. To concentrate on the youth. Because God is going to raise. A new generation of preachers. Because the king that knew Joseph is gone. The generation that knew about the covenant, that have an idea about the covenant that God made with this nation, they are gone. So you've got to focus your attention on the youth. God is going to raise a new crop of army. And above all, Focus on missions. Because God is a missionary. Focus on missions. God is a missionary. Hallelujah. Please, I want a little bit of that background of that song. There's no one like our God. Is going to do a new thing in this city. You are singing that song prophetically, but you don't know. Please, I want that song, please. Very mild. Okay. Shatakurida Mama. Hallelujah. Let's, someone, please come along with me with the oil. Let someone stand with me, please, with the oil. Karavoshi lavo sanda maredi mamusi. Le koridavuya senda likava. Father, in the name of Jesus, le she koridavayanda la sikerede. Karamboso koroshinda la madine bosiki. Oh, I can't get no to mashila. 
Youth, youth, youth. Are they lying up there? Okay, we'll go back. Youth. Are we, are we talking to Okay. I'll start from the youth now. Youth. Okay. Okay. You are not to worry. You are going to lay hands on thousands upon thousands upon thousands. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yes. All right. Shikuri Namala. Shikuri Namala. Shikuri Namala. Shikuri Namala. Shikuri Namala. Namala. Come closer. Come closer. Come closer. Hey, hey, hey. Do you know where Lord is taking you to? You know? Why why are you trying to lose focus? Peer group. Be very, very careful. The Lord is taking you far. God bless you. is your location. You are just passing through. Okay? Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let the Holy Ghost fire surround these young ones and open their eyes of understanding to see into the future what you have in stock. Cover them with the blood of Jesus. And let your countenance shine upon them. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord has chosen you for something. The Lord has chosen you for something. You may not know it now, but as time goes on, it will be clear to you that what the enemy thinks is for evil, God is going to turn it around. Thank you, Father. Lord, strength from above. Strength from above. From above, be imparted to you today. In Jesus' name, Amen.
Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Loser! From the crown of the head even to the sole of your feet. Receive it and be made whole. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Praise God. Pastor, the Holy Spirit is not done yet. Pastor, listen to what the Lord is talking to you. You are a soul winner. You are a soul winner. But another dimension that you have to add to your ministry is missions. Missions. I got telling me to tell you missions. Because God is going to raise a crop of army of the Lord here. God bless you. Turn with me to the book of Daniel, chapter 10. Daniel, chapter 10. Are you there? I start from the first verse. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belshazzar, and the thing was true. But the time appointed was long, and he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth. Neither did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. And in the 420th day of the first month, I was by the side of great river, which is Hidekai. Then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were gathered in the gold of Euphrates. His body also was like the peril, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as lamps of fire, and his arms and his feet like in color to polished brass, and the voice of his words like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, was alone and saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great earthquake fell upon them, and that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore I was left alone, and I saw this great vision, and there remained no strength in me, for my comeliness was turned in, into me corruption, and I retained no strength. Yet had I the voice of his words, and when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in deep sleep on my face, and my face re- toward the ground. And behold, a hand touched me, who set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright. For unto thee I am now sent. And when he had spoken his words unto me, I stood trembling. Then said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for this day that thou hast set thy 
had to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy word was heard, and I came and I come for thy words. Is the dream still alive? Is the dream still alive? Daniel had a vision and it was clear to him. Is your vision clear to you? Because your vision will make you. Your vision will make you. Is your vision clear? Is the dream clear? Is it still alive? Daniel understood the dream. He understood the vision, but the appointed time had not come. If you have nothing to pursue in life as a child of God, you've missed it. If you have nothing to aim at, if you have no desire to make an impact as a child of God, you miss out. Because Christianity is not about me, me, me. It's about others. And God is not giving you a vision for yourself. It's for others. Is a dream alive? Or do you have any vision at all? Is there anything you are pursuing? Ask yourself this question. Daniel understood the dream, but it was an appointed time. There was a delay. If you have a vision and there is a delay, yeah, you are on course. You are what? You are on course. You are right on course. Because we live in a world of pam, 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 pam. Do it quick, quick yesterday. No, it's not so when God is involved. It's not a microwave. Yeah? And that is one aspect that we don't want to face. Nobody wants delay. No. Don't you know what it looks like when you come to red light? Although we don't have many red lights. You know, we don't have traffic lights. <laughs> Everybody just drives the way he likes. <laughs> but here, you have traffic lights. Don't you know how you feel when you get to the red light? Ah, you are itching to be on the go. You don't want a delay. I don't want a delay. It's not part of our nature. But it's not so with God. Yeah, you got the dream, you got the vision. It's so clear to you. But what about the timing? God has his own timing. And you cannot hurry him. You cannot push him. No amount of pushing will change God's timing. Because if you come to a time, you ask yourself, did I really hear from God? You did hear. You heard. You heard. Clearly. But the timing. Daniel had saw the vision. It was true. It was clear. He had the understanding. But the appointed time had not come. Your time will come. Tell your neighbor, my time will come. 
You're not clear. Say it one more time. My time will come. Always say that to yourself. Because when the red light is there, that's the only thing to remind you that your time will come. Hello? <laughs> In verse 4, he said, I fasted. Instead of fretting, instead of murmuring, instead of grumbling, instead of whining, pray. And if you see that prayer is not working, add that old time religion, old time practice. Add fasting to it. Remember, fasting will not change God, it only changes you. And when you have prayed and prayed and prayed and done everything that you need to do, turn it to praise. Prayer changes things, but praises changes things faster. You know, we can praise God when things are going on fine. Praise God, hallelujah. There's going to be a time of testing, hallelujah. Do I repeat myself? Hallelujah, when things are going on fine. Be prepared for testing, hallelujah. Testing, hallelujah. Testing, hallelujah. What do I say? Testing, hallelujah. Mm, it's coming. Testing, hallelujah. Oh, yes. Testing what? Testing what? It will come. It will come. But that does not mean that you lost, lost focus. It will come. And by five, as he said, when I looked up, always look up to Jesus, who is the author of that vision and the finisher of the vision. David said, I will look unto the hills from where cometh my help. Because he that gave you that vision, he that gave you that dream, will never slumber nor sleep. You may be snoring on your bed. He's alive. He's awake. You may be snoring, but he is wide awake. Tell your neighbor, I'm on course. Say it. I'm on course. Yeah. Look up to him. Never, ever give up. In verse 7, he made a statement. He said, And I, David, alone saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore I was left alone, and saw the great vision. And there remained no strength in me, for my comeliness was turned into me corruption, and I retained no strength. What do you do when you have lost strength? When you have waited and waited, what do you do? Number one, he said, I was alone. I alone saw the vision. Of course, yes. You know, it took Moses' hard time to convince or to persuade the children of Israel that there is a promised land. That's what, what happens to a visioner. It takes time. It takes pain for others to see what you saw. 
It doesn't come easily. Because you are the only one who saw. Jesus saw the glory after Calvary. When he went to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, what happened to his disciples? They were asleep. Ask a pastor how he feels when he has told people, we are going to congregate, we have a special program, that is going to happen. Everybody said, are you going to be there? Everybody said, yeah. But when the time comes, only a few people. You know how a pastor feels? He feels he's alone. <laughs> yeah. Ask a young lady who was jilted by his lover, by, by her lover, how she feels. Ask her. Only she herself knows the pain. Imagine she has placed all her love. You know where you love, emotion is involved. Am I right? All of a sudden, she just discovered that she has been dropped like a wet towel. Ask her how she feels. She feels like the whole world has crumbled upon her. Ask a young man who has just lost his wife. Or ask a young lady who has just lost her only child. Ask her how she feels. She's alone. Then they said, I was alone. And all that surrounded me, not only did they fall on their face, not only did they flee, they hid themselves. A time will come when you feel that you are the only one facing this situation. No. You are not the only one. Someone is there by your side. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Times of delay is when you know those who really want to stand by you to see the realization or the reality of that vision. In 9 out of 10 cases, people will flee. Then you will be left alone. That is the time you ask yourself this question. God, did I hear from you? You heard. Am I on the right track? Yes, you are. Why have these people fled? They fled and hid themselves because they did not see. You don't blame them. They did not see. You saw. And what you see, you are going to get it. Because you saw it. Why do I say? Because you saw it. If you didn't see it, forget it. Because you saw it, be focused. Tell your neighbor I'm focused. Say I'm focused. Yeah. The people that were around me fell, ran, and hid themselves. Hey, Brother John, are you on the line? He switched up to his phone. Sister May, can I speak to you for a moment? She switched up her phone. Because you have not, you've become a pest. Don't worry me without your vision. Come on, don't worry. They won't tell you to your face, but action speaks louder than voice. 
they closed the door to you because they did not see what you saw. Don't blame them. Hello? Don't blame them. It's part of the training. He said, when I saw what I saw, I fell down on my... There was no strength in me, and everything I thought I had was... You know, looks corrupted. Yes, it's like Isaiah chapter 6. When Isaiah saw the glory of God, he said, Hey, I've been prophesying all this, all this time. I thought I had arrived. Now I know that I'm just beginning. God will spend time to prune you. It's not what Pastor Peter Adigwe is now that he used to be when I started my ministry. No, I thought by now everything would have been rosy. Woohoohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Times count when I ask my God, why did you place me in Benin City? Why do you place in my heart the vision of taking care of abandoned kids? I ask this question over and over and over and over. I don't get no answer. You will come to that stage as long as you are carrying a vision. Hello? God will prune us. It is the pruning that we don't like. Every vision you carry must be tested. God will prepare us, take us to rough places. Why? Because He's looking out for the best from you. Because others will come around and say, I can take it. Yet they cannot take it because they were not the people appointed. You are the one. Tell your neighbor you are the one. Uh, tell your neighbor you are the one. Yeah? But one thing is that down deep inside of you, there will be joy. There will be peace. The peace of God that passeth, not, that passeth all human understanding. You know, what you understand, what you comprehend, you have conquered. God will never allow you to conquer the peace of God. Because it's the peace of God, not your own peace. The peace of God will be there. On the surface, outwardly you see rough times. You hear, you know, <laughs> sometimes we Christians counsel people in problem. We counsel them in and counsel them out and put them more in confusion. <laughs> yeah. But God is in the process of removing all those skills, all those me, myself, and I, <laughs> for you to really see that he's taking you to greater heights. Without trial, without examination, there is no promotion. Without examination, no promotion. He said, when I saw, he said, I became weak. Then what happened? He said, someone touched me. God is going to touch you at the point of your need. Can I hear you? Amen. He said, someone touched me. I said, Daniel, don't be afraid. Don't worry. We are there. We know what you're going through. You may think that no one cares about you because of the economic crunch. Let me tell you, if you say you have depression in the United States of America, in Africa, our economy is like a smashed banana. But the God who took care 
of the children of Israel for 40 years in the wilderness is still alive. And he's going to take care of you. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. Why? To assure you that you are the child of King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hello? I came to him and said, Daniel, don't be afraid. Don't fret. Don't murmur. Don't grumble. Don't walk out on your spouse. Don't walk out on your... It's not a time to say, okay, I quit. No. No, I can't pay. Oh, the bills are too much for me to... Those bills will be paid if you talk to your God. They will be paid. Tell your neighbor, those bills will be paid. Those bills will be paid. Say it to yourself. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know how he's going to pay the bills? My father is the owner of a cattle upon a thousand hills. My father is the owner of a cattle upon a thousand hills. He could sell one of those cattle to take care of your bills. Can I hear you? Amen. But just stay on curse. He said, Daniel, don't worry. We'll take care of you. Others may flee. Others may abandon you. You may have, you may have lost your job. But you, if you are going to do a job and a job until you are tired and you want to retire to retire. But what you are seeing now, you look at it as if we have abandoned you. God cannot take us out from the pit of hell only to say my hands are tired. He took us from somewhere and he's taking us somewhere. Is the dream still alive? Are you thinking of jumping out of the boat because things are not what you think they are supposed to be? That's not the answer. That's not the answer. Oh, I know I, I cannot continue with the marriage, but please. They're going to continue to be a heartache because the children from that world will continue to remind you that you quit when you are not supposed to quit. Are you still on course? Is the dream still alive? There is an appointed time. Don't give up. You say, Daniel, the words you have spoken, we've had. That's why I've come. God will send someone from nowhere. Some no, from nowhere. Because he's the God of the mountain and he's the God of the wilderness. He's God of the valleys. From nowhere he will send an angel. When God is sending an angel, it doesn't come in Christmas package. It could come in ragged clothing. But if you are not of course, if you are not focused, you say, oh, it's too dirty. This, this gift is too dirty. Then... You lose sight. You miss it. It's not going to come. You know, Christmas is around. Am I right? Packages. No, that's not how it's going to come. Remember, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords was born in a manger. A very stinking place. So when he's coming, when he's sending that, that angel to you, you'll be focused. Be on your duty. Be where God wants you to be. Because he will send that angel at the time 
that you needed him most. Write this down. When it leaves one minute for the world to say, where is your God? God will appear. When it remains one minute for the devil to say, where is this your God? God will appear from nowhere. Stay on course. Stay focused. Forget about what you hear or what you see. The depression we are going through took the whole world by storm. It's not only America, the whole world. Why? Because God wants to tell man. Man. And when I say, I say man, that is in charge. Silver and gold belongs to him. It's not people like you and I that are really feeling the pain. The people that are really feeling the pain, they are the people that make God, gold their God. We don't make gold. If you make gold your God, you won't be here. Our God is able. Bow your head. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Is anyone grieving here? For this purpose, you sent your son to heal the brokenhearted, to preach the gospel to the poor. Father, keep us poor in spirit so that you can fill us. Help us to look up to you in good times and in bad times. Because the Bible said, this thing shall come to pass. Father, at a time when your children will be thinking that they are alone, Father, remind them that you said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We know that this thing shall come to pass. Thank you because you have written our names in your palms so that you will not forget us. Thank you for keeping us alive. Thank you for keeping the dream alive in our hearts. That which we saw will come to pass. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your name. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.